Welcome to another episode of Nerds Amalgamated. I am the DJ, and with me today is Buck. Hello. How's it going, Buck? Oh, I'm pretty good. What about yourself? Oh, yeah, I've been good. I've been good. Another fun hey. day. Another fun day. Another fun day? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's good to hear. Yeah. And what did you do that was so fun? Got my car fixed, finally. <laughs> okay. Well, it was only, what, last week that you damaged it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only last week. It's only last week, but at least it's. Uh, you get your license, a wee packet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Kellogg's doesn't want to be blamed for that sort of nonsense. <laughs> and if you and and that voice over there is my other co-host, the professor. Hello. How have, have you been, professor? Well, I'm slightly less happy hearing that I'm not allowed to pick on you for being a bad driver. Nobody <laughs> said you couldn't pick on him about being a bad driver. <laughs> We just we just can't in, lay the blame at the giant corporations such as Kellogg's or Sanitarium. <laughs> Fair enough. We can oh. we can still call him a bad driver. <laughs> hey, I, t- I do drive good. Haven't I drove you? Haven't, haven't I done you well, Buck? <laughs> Says the guy who just had to get his car because it's been in a crash. Wasn't a big yeah. crash. Wait, <laughs> yeah, I was in a car park and he drove into a old lady that was standing still. No, it wasn't car park. It wasn't an old lady driving and standing still. She Stop was standing it. still when you ran into her, wasn't she? No. Yours are much longer. She just looked a lot older after you ran into her. <laughs> yeah. Must be the shock of her life that her, that her, that her precious car got crashed. If she had she any thought... hair that wasn't grey, you would have sent her grey with stress. <laughs> she thought it was a terrorist attack. <laughs> Oh, what a show we've got today. We've got about aircrafts, Nintendo, and Netflix. So, uh, Buck, you've got the story about aircraft with no propellers. Do I? Yes, indeedy. You're, you're talking in a really oh, weird really voice. Are you a, a, are you a... Sorry. What was that? Buck? I said I rode in an aircraft without a propeller the other day. What did you get? 787. They still got propellers? Technically, they're turbines. <laughs> yeah, but they've still got propellers in the turbines because the speeds push the air through. Oh, because they got turbo, they got turbo fan propellers. All right, Mister Pedantic. <laughs> oh, you said it doesn't have propellers. It does. <laughs> Ooh, the professor. Try, try and be clever with me. <laughs> oh. No, but this plane that I've got does actually have no propellers. It um. Uses an ionic wind propulsion system, so yeah, by electrically charging the air and creating ion ionic atmospheric conditions under the wings, it is able to improve lift and also create drive. Huh. So, so basically, we so this eliminates the use of having propellers turbine blades. Yes. Wow. That's pretty much what he said, isn't it? Yeah. I thought so, but maybe I was too complicated. <laughs> I'm just like, it's basically... It's a robotting for you two. Yes. Say it again, Sam. So it's basically electro-aerodynamic electric- by sending the current. Wow. Thinking yes. about electricity must be frying his circuits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he's been a bit um, 
James Bond, shaken and stirred the accident. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like the the plane that they've got here that was used in with the article, um, it's about two meters long and has a five meter wingspan. It's not actually carrying people; it's only a drone, but it's a it's a start. So and it only weighs two point four five kilogram. So at the moment, it's running on batteries. But looking at the the wings, I'm thinking you could put a couple of solar panels up on there and keep it up for an extended period of time. Yeah, but then how? Okay, with sol. Okay, let's say you you you're right. They put solar panels on there. What if the what if they want to do night flying? How would they deal with that that problem? Um, solar panels can still be activated by <laughs> the moon because it's still solar. You realize so the moon is actually just reflecting the sunlight back at the planet. Uh, professor was going to say something. Yeah, so um, isn't this at least partially done with a track on the uh, on the ground? Some parts of it are, but I'm but I'm looking at like the in the long term. Okay. Um, yeah. So but, the current system would use um, batteries. Yes. Or other generators hooked up to the track. In the future, we'll have super mega batteries that will, will uh, keep your phone charged for months. Yeah. I hope, please. <laughs> Well, a lot of the battery technology that they could use is already out there. Like they've got um, batteries for forklifts that are running for um, upwards of 14 hours nonstop without charge. So if you have that and you have a proper charging system, you could have an array of um, battery systems and, yeah, it could potentially stay up indefinitely. But as for night flying, you, the, the moon's basically just a giant mirror that's reflecting the sunlight back at the Earth at night. It doesn't produce light. Yeah, I I, just, I get that. I, I think I understand that. Well, the moon's just a big clump of dirt and rock. It doesn't produce light. I thought it was cheese. No. <laughs> and, and when you get the crescent-shaped moon and all that, like you got the and the various stages of the moon, access when the Earth is blocking the sun from hitting it. How did you not know this before now, DJ? I, I have no idea. My goodness. But, yeah, like, um, there's lots of solar technology that can be activated at night, and you can store up power in the batteries as well. While charging during the day, yeah, I get the storing up part. Yeah, I, I get that part, but as I said, imagine if storing up is not an option. Then <laughs> someone was a complete retard and shouldn't be allowed at a house on their own. <laughs> because if you're using something that's operating on battery technology and you can't just pull over and plug it in, then you want to have a redundancy system there and storage capacity, like even. Um, some of the electric cars out there, like I've seen um, Tesla cars that have the, the owners actually carry um, solar panel systems that are used when you go camping. So when they do an extended drive, they pull over on the side of the road to have lunch or something like that, and they put the solar panels up on the roof, and it charges up the batteries while they're having lunch. Top it up. We did that. They were permanently mounted on the roof. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, 
You mean something similar to this, um, Professor? Uh, where is it? Show notes? Yeah, show notes. Oh, it's uh, loading all the links because I didn't have it open, so... No, uh, no. no not like that. that not like that? We had a caravan a shopping with center car park. literally mounted on the roof. Not a shopping centre that has solar panels that you pull in and park and charge up your car there. Yeah. <clears throat> you can actually get fold-up solar charging that you can carry in a car yeah. when okay. you go camping and whatnot. You can even get small models to fit in your backpack. I had one yeah. when I went to uh, to Iceland, and the the sun up there is so weak that it took all day and all night to charge your phone. But because there's still twenty three hours of sunlight a day, you just hook it up and leave it, and it will charge eventually. Yeah, yeah. I think there was a video Buck used to show a, a long time ago where you can charge up a battery with. Um, Oh no! No, it wasn't solar. It was um, water, it was water powered. Hydro, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that, there's lots of technology out there, but you can't really use a hydro charger when you're flying in a plane. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could probably, well, actually, you could probably use it so it's. You have to worry about the drag, but you could probably use it so it still does turn the turbine and it would charge. But once again, you're creating drag, so you're going to be. Interfering with the flight of the plane. Yeah. Whereas a solar panel does all the work without any excess drag. Like, um, and you found something similar to it, but yeah, there you go. Speaking of batteries, I nearly blew up a lithium battery last night. What were you doing? <laughs> well, my mum dropped the phone in the pool Ow. and oh. uh, got me to crack it open and take the battery out so it could um, dry out. But it was an iPhone, so the batteries are glued down. And I was using my tweezers to gently pry at it. Then I suddenly started smelling like it smells like uh, molten sugar. Mm-hmm. And that's a sign you've made a mistake. So I ripped it out, ran outside, and threw it away from anything flammable. I would have just tossed the whole I thing it back didn't into catch. the pool. I, I could have saying... done that, but then I would have had lithium in my pool. Oh. Yeah, but just because of the explosive. Potential. Oh yeah. Although I don't think lithium ion does that. Um, it's it shouldn't until you start poking it with tweezers and so forth and start disrupting its process and you tear stuff. Yeah. And then it can interact with the other electronics. Because that was wasn't that the problem with um, some of the um, older iPhones and Samsung phones where they were blowing up because they were overheating and all that. Yeah, the Note uh, Seven. The Note Seven. Yeah. Yeah. It was because they didn't include enough clearance around the battery. Yeah. So, so any uh, flex in the phone would get transferred to the battery, which would wear out the shielding. So and then it would short out on the uh, circuit board and pop. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore, they, they they do explode if you abuse them. So basically, Professor, you voided the phone's warranty. Yeah, but the phone's warranty was pretty voided by being in the water to begin with. Oh yeah. Actually, Aren't you supposed to just put them into like a big container full of rice so it, and that draws out the, the moisture? It helps, but it's not a perfect solution. No, probably still a tiny bit better than um, poking at it with tweezers. Actually, um, just re- remembered something. Can we take a moment just to say thank you to all the firefighters out there in Queensland that are fighting the massive bushfires all around the place? Uh, yeah, all up and down the east coast at the moment. Yeah, and that are visible from outer space. 
it is so ridiculously huge. Yeah. There's apparently the blaze over at um, Stradbroke Island from last I recalled. Yeah, I can smell it at the moment. I've been smelling it most of the day. Oh, dude. Oh, how do you put up with it? Um, you just do the same with everything else in life. You just get on with it. You're toughen up, sunshine. <laughs> yeah, well, they're saying that this will this will be this is the teaser for the main of main attraction. Next few months are going to be even worse with the summer season coming up soon. Couple of days. Yeah, would not surprise me. Yeah, but people don't want to um, do all the proper maintenance and care that they should. So yeah, they're ending up with all sorts of build up of underbrush and so forth, which results in massive bushfires that are burning out of control. Yeah. Apparently we might be getting some storms so in the next few days, so hopefully that alleviates the problem. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. But uh, back to the topic about the uh, plane, planes with no propellers. Uh, how long do you reckon it will take before we get to commercial and military use? For these t- for this type of tech, decades. Um, no, I could actually see it within the decade because it's a quieter drone system, so it can come in for a lower level operations. So therefore, I can see um, DARPA and so forth investing a lot of money into exploiting the idea. Actually, I could see so the CIA doing something- this. Silent Amazon delivery drones, <laughs> or pizza del- or, or Domino's pizza delivery drones. I hey, honestly, I love the idea of a lot more electronic stuff happening, just because of the like, one because of the peace and quiet, but two because you can if you do it the right way, such as charging with solar power, etc. It's more environmentally friendly and sustainable. Unlike Project Pluto, which is my favorite uh, aircraft without a propeller. It's a um, design for a ramjet-powered cruise missile, basically. Yeah. And the idea was <laughs> that they would load it up with nuclear bombs and fly it around the world. It could go around the world several times, spewing radiation out before it launched its missiles. So, in other words, even if it doesn't drop bombs on you, it's going to be killing you in the nuclear fallout of its overflight. Yeah, it is the <laughs> most beautifully overkill uh, thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> you got, you've, you've got to read the uh, Matthew Riley book, Ice Station. Okay. Because they have a nuclear-powered stealth bomber fighter that actually turns invisible to the, to the naked <laughs> eye. And it's been leaking That's radiation. That's cool. So someone actually thought of the idea of creating stealth technology that cloaked the plane with invisibility, but to generate the power necessary because it was so many gigajoules of electricity, they required a nuclear reactor on board the plane. (laughs) Oh, that must be painful and expensive. Yeah, there was, um, just looking up Project Pluto here, there were a few other projects where they were... Like, let's stick a, a, a nuclear reactor on a plane. Mm-hmm. I remember hearing one. I, I can't, not sure if it was actually true or not, but I heard a rumor once about there was the proposal of creating something similar to the air fortresses 
used by Marvel's Avengers and all that, where they have the big airships. The helicarriers. Yeah, powered by a nuclear reactor. So basically an aircraft carrier with giant propellers stationed around it. They stayed in the air. And it could be up there indefinitely. They just couldn't what? figure out. They just couldn't figure out how to get the aircraft that got actually get the aircraft carrier to fly. I think it was only only the problem they had. Shielding. Well, the shielding inside the aircraft carrier is possible, but the amount of lift required to lift an aircraft carrier is pretty stupendous. Yeah. Although now that Marvel's done it and put it in a movie, the American military's going to go. There, uh, I've actually got a page here saying how they. What was the source of the um, Avengers helicarriers? Uh-huh. Uh, simil- it's something something similar to um, the same type of nuclear power plant. Nuclear power plants. Um, hang a second. It would it would be at least two nuclear powered General Electric pressurized water reactors driving four turbines of two hundred sixty thousand horsepowers horsepower. And That's a lot shower. of horses. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm not cleaning up that mess. But <laughs> there are... a lot of the aircraft carriers that the American military is already using are already got nuclear reactors on board anyway. Yeah, all of the uh, the Nimitz class, I think, are nuclear. Mm. So and you... a bunch of uh, submarine classes. Almost all of their submarines, except that are in active duty at the moment, are nuclear powered. Yeah, though it turns out uh, diesel electric is better for stealth because you can't yes. do a full shutdown on a nuclear reactor or things get hot. Yeah, I've actually heard a few stories about where the Australians have embarrassed the American joint operations where they've gone sailing past them in the old Oberon-class submarines and the Americans are all sitting there in their noisy bucket of um, nuclear material and not heard them because the Australians were able to... Yeah. Like, the Australians actually sat there listening through the sonar and pinpointed exactly where they were and just targeted a blank spot in between them and got the, got enough speed up. They just drifted and then shut everything down and just drifted through. I love reading about those war games and how there's always one guy who manages to pull off something completely uh, off the wall crazy. And then they're mm-hmm. like, no, that couldn't possibly happen in real life. We're not going to bother training against that. Change the rules so you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Um, the Americans that are quite often saying that when they play with the Australians because we do sorts of, all sorts of crazy things, such as you can blind the Apache helicopters in Australia. Um, if you go sit on in an area with a lot of hot rocks, it takes out all their thermal imaging so they can't see you. And that's most of Outback Australia. Yeah. Um, they've actually had, they were doing war games and they've gone flying over the, the Americans have gone flying over the top in their Apaches and the Australians are sitting there and going, oh, we better tell them they're dead. And they got all upset and said, no, you, you didn't, you didn't light us up. And they said, oh, sorry. So they turned on all the, all the radar array and lit them all up and said, there you go. You're happy now. And the Americans were upset because they couldn't find them. <laughs> And as soon as they got rid of that lot, they moved over to another set of, another area of rocks and sat there and set up camp. And another bunch of Apaches came through looking for them, came in over the top and, oh, yep, you're dead. And we've lost the DJ. Oh, he's dead. And it was not me either. wasn't me. All right. The KFC must have gotten to him. Don't say that. I'll get in trouble. Um, 
Oh, since we've lost him, I suppose we've been talking about this for a while, so it's time to probably move on to the next topic, I guess. And knowing the DJ, that was probably his topic, wasn't it? No, it's you next. Ah, oh, great. About some big news. Yeah, well, it was going to be about um, Nintendo, but you, I think you said earlier on today you had another topic you wanted to talk about. Yeah, it was going to be about the uh, Smash Brothers leak, where the entire game has leaked. But instead, I'm going to talk about the Nintendo Creators Program, because Nintendo is finally coming into the uh, YouTube age and opening up that Nintendo Creators Program to everyone. Okay. Basically, up until uh, up until the end of this year, they mm-hmm. had a program where you had to register with them, submit your videos to them, and they would take a cut of your payouts. And there were limitations about what you could play and what you couldn't, and when you could play it, and whether you were allowed to have other stuff in your channel. It was just a real pain if you wanted to get any money out of doing Let's Plays Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. But they finally caught up with the rest of the world, and they've um, ended the creators program and said that you just have to follow their guidelines. Sounds kind of cool. Are they still scamming money out of people? I hope like, not. Are they still taking a cut of the money? Japanese, so. It's kind of, kind of rude of them, isn't it? Like, the yeah. best thing they could do is encourage this sort of thing, because it's essentially just free advertising. But instead, they've got to try and take cash out of you and stuff you around and just be right royal pains. Here we go. This time, the uh, guidelines loaded. They say, you may monetize your videos or channels using monetization methods specified by Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So um, presumably, YouTube and Twitch. Uh, let's see if they say. Yes, they currently support Facebook, uh, Nico Nico. Duga, whatever that is, I've never heard of that one before. OpenRack.tv, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Okay, um, and it's basically just your standard guidelines for any other company now. Okay, um, well, it's nice to see they're getting their heads out and coming up to the same spec as everyone else. Um, since the DJ's still away, do you want to talk about your other topic you were going to talk about? where the game was fully leaked. All right, then. Well, um, Nintendo... Oh, actually, he has edited the uh, the show notes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, the full copy of um, Smash Brothers got leaked the other day, and it makes me wonder whether they knew that would happen. So they that's why they've announced everything in advance. Okay, cool. Okay, um, still no DJ, so... Guess I'll have to try and do his topic for him. We've got no word for, on any of the messengers either. Actually, he just threw one in the group chat. He is having trouble with the net. Keep the ball rolling. Okay. I I was going to say I don't have any balls, but then I knew what you'd say about that. <laughs> I was going to say your girlfriend would have been disappointed. Yeah, there it is. Anyway, um... Apparently, Neon Genesis Evangelion is coming to Netflix. So I'm just having a quick squiz at the article here. I haven't looked at this one. Um, It looks like it's the original series, so it's not an adaptation or anything else. So there's no screwing around from anyone else. It's just the original series. It's uh, Evangelion. Is that a subtitle or... Um, because I know there's other Neon Genesis 
animes, aren't there? Um, Neon Genesis Evangelion is it's the robot. It's it's the main thing. There's, okay. Um, yeah. Is that the DJ back with us now? Well, I'm back, everybody. I'm back. Shame. We're just we're just talking about Neon Genesis Evangelion coming to Netflix. What? That was quick. That was really quick. Yeah. <laughs> we got through. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> really? Wow. It was it was only for ten minutes, and you guys were finished talking about Nintendo. Wow. Well, it's only an hour long show, so we got to talk about each of the topics and then the games and then the <laughs> shout out. Oh. We just we we we've now lost a minute of talking about you. So, <laughs> all right. So, run us through this. That's why we never finish on time. We're just running through. This is the original Evangelion. It hasn't been adapted or adulterated by any retard anywhere along the line. No, this is the this is the the Evangelion. No doubt about it. So Netflix is doing for the first time in a long, long time, coming out with Neon Genesis Evangelion. Finally, after all these years. So they're just going to be showing it. It's not no no live action poppycock and nonsense. <laughs> well, no live action. Out. Have they said that it's going to be anime? Which one? Uh, Neo and Genesis uh, Evangelion three point plus one Oh, that's not live action. That's the, the all the those ones. Those are all animated movies from a different perspective. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so after so yeah, after all these years, Neon Genesis comes to Netflix, and my God, that's a that's a series everyone loved watching back in the day. What do you mean back in the day? I still enjoy watching it every now and again. Oh come on, when was it? When did it come out? Like nineteen ninety four. Yeah, I still enjoy watching it now though. Yeah, but then again, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. I watched it earlier on this year. Did you watch it through the? Did you watch the home release versions or just? Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's just yeah, I got a copy of it and I just watched that. Yeah, because back in the day before Netflix, Actually, it was a copy I got from you. Oh, okay. It was your copy that I stole from you? Ah, <laughs> I got to give it back to you sometime. <laughs> see, with the um, with the see, with the uh, with Evangelion being on Netflix, it's but it's cool that they're doing it on Netflix rather than people just going, go, trying to go over all over um, DVD shops looking for the home release editions. Uh, although the home, if you do actually go out and want to buy it, you can actually just go to a lot of the different shops or even just go on online and purchase it. It's It must be like really rare though. Battletech. And when I say Battletech, I mean all of Battletech, all of the series and all the movies from... I think it was on Amazon. So yeah, yeah. And here's a bonus for the Evangelion um, fans: it's not only the series they'll be showing, but they will also be showing the movies as well, such as Evangelion Death True Two, which is also known as Death and Rebirth, and the end of Evangelion as well. I'm just wondering when are they doing a? Have they done Akira yet? Have they put that online in Netflix? Nope, they have not put anything for Akira. Well, they still suck then. Although, mind, mind you, with um, Akira, there there have been talks of doing a live action movie of that. That does that's not an exciting piece of news. They should just put the original Akira on. Same with Appleseed. If, if Netflix wants to step up and 
say that they're friendly to anime, they've got to put on some of these original series. And the original Astro Boy. <laughs> you mean the black and white Astro Boy? I don't remember it being in black and white. It wasn't, oh yeah, 1963, yeah. The 1963 edition was black and white. Was it? No. Yeah. Well, there you go. Never saw that one. Okay. I've seen like one episode of it. I've seen a lot more of the color version. Yeah. But um, it's interesting though. Not only Evangelion's coming out on Netflix, there are a couple of other things anime related that's been coming out on Netflix, like the live action Cowboy Bebop, as we've been taught, as I've heard recently. Which yeah. I think, which which I think it will it'll be just a bad mess. It'll be a very bad mess. Who's he actually going to do the ridiculous name? Pun. He has such a ridiculous name. Like, could you take yourself seriously if a cop walked up to you and said, "I'm Sheriff Dingle Drop"? <laughs> so you haven't seen exactly. Blazing Saddles? No, no actually, I haven't. Oh, <laughs> but that's unrelated. We're talking about about Bebop. True, true, true. Which like, was. It, it, it's, next thing you're going to pick on Afro. Next thing you're going to pick on Afro Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> and if you pick on Afro it's Samurai, like when, um... you'll game because that's just, that's Samuel L. Jackson. So he'll just swear at you. <laughs> it's yeah. like when Freddie Mercury got the crowd to sing with him, and he's just on stage going. So they took a snippet of that and they turned it into a character's name. Sounds fair enough to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freddie, Freddie Mercury was a absolute dead set legend. So if that's how they got the name, then more power to them. <laughs> so the professor just beat this. So Bucker's just beaten the professor in his own argument. <laughs> All right, I'll be back in five minutes, and I'm taking an Afro Samurai. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to Google some Samuel L. Jackson swearing. <laughs> right, that's gonna be hard. But honestly, though, like Netflix doing the doing all this anime stuff, it's good. But a live action Cowboy Bebop series, I mean, I heard someone when they heard about that, they responded, "Wasn't that called Firefly?" <laughs> I saw that too. And I have to say, I was actually amazed at um, the amount of abuse that person received <laughs> from both sides of the fence, of from the fans, from the from the brown coats, and also from the Bebop fans. Uh, which is hopefully unrelated to American priests. <laughs> it's Evangelia, not evangel- evangelical. They're very similar. Well, philo- yeah, philosophical. You start with an E and a V. You obviously haven't watched Evangelion. We've got to take. We have uh, got to make the professor watch it. We have got to make Oh no! It, no oh, it, it comes out next year. Unfortunately, I can wait. I'm not going anywhere. I don't know. If you start picking on um, Afro Samurai, Samuel L. Jackson <laughs> may pay you a visit, and that'll be the end of it. <laughs> he seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. After was that before you picked on the picked on the show, or after you picked on the show? Hey, you know, um, just in general, the the, the wiki war in um, what's its name? Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That was actually a stuff up. The person who was who who went out and purchased that was sent out to buy the biggest afro they could find, and they came back with that not because they didn't know what an afro was. <laughs> <laughs> and Samuel L. Jackson looked at it and he goes, "That thing is cool. Put it on." And he insisted, "I've got to wear this because this is this is better suited to the character." 
So it reminds yeah. me of uh, the Doctor Who scarf where they told the uh, the knitter to make them some scarves, but she got it wrong and made one really big scarf. <laughs> well, just speaking about Doctor Who and scarf, have you seen the new Doctor's scarf? Uh, the Christmas episode was it in? This is um, I'm not oh, sure if it's been in one year, but it's coming up. I haven't actually seen the trailer for that yet. Ah, it's looking good. I'm trying to decide if I want to avoid spoilers or not. This is the one um, the buck, uh, that Buck was talking about. All right, I'll have a look. Where is it? Scroll, 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 scroll. Okay, it's a nice scarf. It's not <laughs> I think, the uh, scarf. Buck, I think he's not sold on the idea that it's the scarf. It's the new scarf. It's not the old scarf. <laughs> she wore the old fez. I don't know what picture he's put up. I haven't looked at it yet. It's the New Year special, but um, with uh, but back to the um, the Evangelion. Uh, there with Evangelion, there was so much um. There's no phrase in there. What are you talking about? With um Evangelion, the interesting part was how much um how much mess it was involved in when it, in its production back in the day, and the fan outrage at the time. It was fun. It was it was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know whether you're familiar with the um how the the series ending and the end of Evangelion ending were totally different. You know how that how, how that became how it came into being though. Probably have heard it before. Reason any other movie ends up that way. What's your what, okay? What, what's your guess, Professor? Someone screwed around and said, "Hey, this ending isn't any good. Make it better one," and they make a new one and it's crap. Close enough. Yeah, that's that's how it was. It was basically the studio was going to the guy saying like, "Hey, can you make more episodes?" And the creator was like, "No, screw you. Go away. Bye bye. Goodbye." And he makes even and he makes end of Evangelion, which is basically everyone dies. And fa- and I when I saw end of Evangelion, I, I was confused by the whole thing. Yeah, but you're confused all the time anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, no thanks to you, Buck. <laughs> How is it my fault that Just you're like, confused? Uh, when, whenever you come up with some very convoluted explanations, I get confused. He never comes up with anything that convoluted. Well, I know. You, when I'm speaking with you, I usually try to simplify it. Are you Are you trying to pick a fight with me? No, I'm not. Because <laughs> I'll start using big words with more than three <laughs> syllables. <laughs> Oh no, please. I don't want to be cleaning brains off the roof tonight. <laughs> but I think we might want to move on now, shouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, let's let's move on. I was having so much fun dragging people off topic. <laughs> so, so Professor, you've got a topic as well. No, we've already done it. No. Oh. Remember you came back and you went, What? You're already done with that? Because <laughs> we talked about it. And and you're blaming me for you being confused? Oh yeah, yeah. So, I, I think so, this is what uh, we're up to games. Yeah, as I was, as I was saying, uh, so what games have you, what games have you been playing, Buck? Um, I've been playing Car Mechanic Simulator 2015. Ooh, 
It must be fun. It is. You should have taken your car to Bucky. <laughs> I haven't got a, I haven't got the hoist and everything needed for that. All the torque, all the torque wrenches, all the wheel jacks. Well, I've got jacks, and my next door neighbour used to be a mechanic, so he's got lots of other tools as well. So yeah, I'm not a licensed mechanic, and I'm not going to be getting paid by his insurance company. <laughs> Plus, I'm not doing a spray paint job on his car without putting in some dirty pictures. <laughs> but how's, how's the game going so far? It's actually really cool. Um, it's the premise is you are operating in a mechanics workshop, and you get uh, you've got a waiting list which is on your phone of different cars with different things that need to be done. And so you select the car that you want to work on next, and bring it in, and you slowly work through it, and you get more XP and cash at the, the longer you play, which allows you to unlock extra areas and improve the performance of the workshop and you can improve your tools as well and then eventually you can buy cars to modify and restore so yeah right so does it also include um building your designing your own car as well or is it just no it's just take like i haven't got that far into it but like you can get dlc for where you can do like a performance workshop and stuff as well so you might be able to do custom paint jobs, but I think it's going to be pretty limited mm. to certain things. But yeah, and encountered any problems yet? Um, not really. Um, it's you see that it's very much just straightforward taking the parts off of the car and putting the new pieces in and so forth. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, so, Professor, what games have you been playing? Banished. Oh, nice. Which is what I wish I could do to you. <laughs> Really? <laughs> it's a it's a conning survival game. Punk developers, you're not the first. Where you uh, put together a village, a medieval wage village, to survive the horrors of winter and disease. And I'm not that great at it. <laughs> Let me guess. After one week, you obliterated the village, didn't you? No, I lost a bit longer this latest game. Ah. I didn't last winter, I lost 15 people because we ran out of firewood. Ah. Well, and I, like I had a horde of uh, of fights moving my time just before the time houses yet. A horde of what? I should not have accepted my, migrants. Ah, oh, okay. I should not have accepted them because I had enough houses and they all died. <clears throat> oh. but that can help fertilize the fields for spring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like where did all the migrants go? Oh, you'll never yeah. see them again. You, you, you see that, that lovely field of turnips over there? <laughs> see, people, like, the game developers need to be more pragmatic. You were saying Actually, there, um... I said, what are we eating? Hans Burger. Next minute we'll be talking about Soylent Green. <laughs> and be Press Punk actually does have eat people as an option. Mm-hmm. Oh. Anyway, <laughs> kind of like scum. Yeah, lots of games are getting the cannibalism kick these days. Well, it's a viable source of food. Yeah, fertil- <laughs> or, like personally, I prefer the fertilizer because you can turn turn a lot more food out of corpse that way than just a barbecue. Less chance of cure as well. Yeah. So, yeah. so have you got encountered any problems in that game, the Professor? No, it's pretty solid. The only real issues I have is when a well, my sister bought a bunch of mods because she was the last one to play it, and uh, the game's been updated, so they were crashing the game. Ouch. Okay. 
But uh, the game itself, like Vanilla Banished, is very solid. Oh, nice, nice. Oh man, I've been playing Fallout seventy six and. <laughs> yep. Five bucks of game to anyone who <laughs> bought our armor edition. <laughs> Lucky I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, the skipping out on the um, skipping out of the the carry bag. <laughs> so let, let's give let's give the recap to Buck. So you, you know the power, you know the collector's edition, the power armor one, right? Yeah, you kept going on about it, and you were all excited. Yeah, uh, and so, that's what we're literally talking about. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so basically, the um, one of the one of the stuff in the bag, which was basically the canvas bag for the commas canvas bag. Turns out, some of the people that got it got um, that got the Power Armor Edition got uh, instead of a canvas bag, a very flimsy copy of it. Uh huh. And people were really upset about it, and they and they said they asked Bethesda, "Hey, what the heck is going on?" and Bethesda was saying, "Oh, it was too expensive to make the canvas bag, so we gave e- we gave each and every one of you this very poor copy of a bag." How much did they charge for the power armor? Two hundred bucks for uh, the power armor edition. Two hundred bucks, apparently. Um, my school bag when I was going through school was a, a canvas bag. It cost me twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I mean, like this was. This this was like one of, like the um ones that they have in the military. Like you got everyone was getting them back in the eighties and nineties. I've still got it. It's somewhere in the garage at the moment with gear in it. Like I got, I think I got three of them now. Yeah. And you can still still go buy them at just army disposals and camping stores. Yeah, this, this was the canvas yeah. is bloody brilliant. <laughs> So, so basically, they said like, oh, yeah. so, um, so Bethesda's first response was, um, okay, we so, we it was too expensive to make the bag, and then after further complaints, they said we understand and respect that there is disappointment with the bag in the Power Armor Edition. We are sorry. Please contact Bethesda supporters. Provide proof of your um, CE purchase. They will assist you in granting your account five hundred atoms. Which is five dollars worth of the in-game currency, <laughs> which is probably about all it would have actually cost them to have bought the bag and have it, had it printed. Oh, and I'm seeing someone's I'm seeing someone's response saying, ironically, five hundred atoms won't even buy you the Fallout seventy six postman skin that actually comes with a canvas bag. It costs seven hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that must be painful. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, but <laughs> and see, even No Man's Sky didn't have as a uh, bad launch as this. Oh, no Man's Sky had a bad launch, and everyone was like, "Well, that was a mistake. Don't buy it," and moved on. This is uh, ungiving. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I will say this: I start. I wanted to play. I want. I um. When I first played it, I kind of got, I kind of gave up on it. Then Bethesda says, "Oh, we're going to release a patch," uh-huh. and it was a 15 gig patch, and that made me wait a long time. And then when the patch came out, I, pl- I started to play again. It didn't. That patch didn't do shit. It was just hey, hey, constant language, language. Ah, uh, dude, it was just horrible. Like I const, I was constantly logging out, 
again, the server was constantly logging me out. Um, enemies were kept on popping up instantaneously. Um, there was frame rate issues as well. It just didn't do anything. Uh huh. So I, I was just really, I was just not happy with the patch. And I think Bethesda earlier on as well, they were saying that they're going to come up with a couple of more patches in the next few months or weeks. Uh huh. Is that right, Professor? Yeah, they're claiming they're going to keep patching it, but I think it's a bit late. They've lost any goodwill. <laughs> I just, I just did a quick search online for canvas dis- um, duffel bags. Yeah, and you can get like they've, they've got them there, similar to what I had when I was in school for thirty dollars. <laughs> looks like it's about three times the size of what you guys are can- have got there. That was funny. They're saying, um, uh, but the, the, the full resp- first response was basically like, due to unavailability of materials, we have we had to switch to nylon carrying case in the Power Armor Edition. We hope this doesn't re- prevent anyone from enjoying what we feel like is one of our best collector's edition. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'm I'm sorry. One of your best, <laughs> yeah, Bethesda. Yeah, you must be... <laughs> keep digging. Yeah, keep digging, Bethesda. Yeah, keep digging. <laughs> oh, keep digging man. and you'll get to China and you can actually pick up some of those canvas bags. No, 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 no. Um, there's actually an app I saw someone was complaining about people in Australia saying when they dig through, they go to China. So there's actually an app where you, you, you put in the location where you are and it shows where if you dug down, trade down, where you'd come out on the other side of the planet. <laughs> um, so apparently... Yeah, the antipodean point. Yeah. So apparently... From the Bayside area, I did it. It came out that I would be sitting somewhere off the west coast of Africa. In the oh, holy... So I don't go through to China. You gotta take a left turn once you're slightly past the mantle. Yeah. Ah, uh, but I don't know, man. This game, I, I don't know, man. This might be the, this might be the first and last time I buy any games from Bethesda. To be honest with you, like, uh, I, I just don't That's know your how. First Bethesda game. Yeah, it's my. This is my first Bethesda game. Wow. This is my first Bethesda game, and. Ah, <laughs> uh, and I can't believe it. They screwed this up so badly. Like graphically, it was horrible. The, oh, I can, I can. There's a list. There's an endless list I can come up with of how wrong uh-huh. this game is. Uh, but you guys gonna? You, will you guys be buying it in the long run? Like after all the patches and everything? Maybe in about five only years. A, only if they put on No Man's Sky and they manage to completely revamp it. <laughs> completely revamp. It's taken No Man's Sky what two years, but they're finally getting. <laughs> Um, a lot of the features they said were going to be in there on release. So that's what it would take for me to play Fallout 76 at this point. So two and a half years later. <laughs> yeah. But uh, here's a question for you guys. With with this recent saga of events that's happened, would you guys ever buy Skyrim, uh, the new Elder Scrolls game and the new Starfield game that's coming out? Not if it's going to be on this engine. Well... The new Elder Scrolls game better not be a, as much of a snafu as this because the, the the fans of Skyrim are a pretty violent group. So, Bucky, yeah. stop generalizing an entire population by yourself. 
hey, I'm I'm not even the most violent person I've seen playing the game. I've seen other people that are much more violent. Oh, that will be that will be interesting. Imagine the day Bucky gets the game and it turns out to be an absolute mess. Ah, uh, mate, I'd go find the hassle from E3, and I would, yeah, I would make him Sam- very sorry. <laughs> Give him the Samuel Jackson treatment. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd I'd give him the Bucky treatment. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's a pussy compared to the the Bucky treatment. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, on that note, let's um move on to. Hang on, hang on. Yo. So, has there been any good points to I... Fallout seventy six? Uh, I don't know, man. Even with this new patch that's coming, I. I, I can't see anything good, man. It's just becoming more and more painful. It's I, I just honestly can't see anything good, man. Okay. So I as much as, like I said, from from the last episode I said about how the game is good at in terms of gra- crafting and making stuff, it's just not. Nah, with, the, with the constant server crashes and constant glitches we're seeing in, in, in the game, I just honestly can't see anything good anymore in that game. Okay. So, I'm I'm sorry, Bethesda. You've kind of lost a potential big fan. <sighs> Anyways, um, to our shout outs. So we've got we've got an interesting shout out this couple of shout outs this week. Um, Bloody hope so. Oh I've yeah. Just, I've just done a quick look around online. Yeah. Just before we move on, I can I, I found a bag. Now this has got um, camouflage pattern on it. That's kind of basically what I had when I was at school, except mine was just plain. I had a blue, a, a navy blue one and a grey one. It was a bit bigger. And you can still buy them. Like This is for $50, but it's a, a nice big 40-litre bag. Let me see how much is it for Fallout 76, the Power Armor Edition, because I swear I saw it. It was... $200. Remember oh, we that's were American. talking about that, weren't we? No, that was American. I'm looking at the Australian price. Okay, for the PC edition, $299 Australian. Okay, well, you can get yourself a better bag that's probably three times the size or four times the size for $50. <laughs> and it is actually made out of canvas. <laughs> oh. And these, these things are designed to actually be used by the military. It's actually a proper duffel bag. <sighs> anyway, so we've got some shout-outs. We've got some shout-outs. So one of our shout-outs for... This week is NASA with their InSight probe landing on Mars. Mm-hmm. And we've actually got some pictures on the Facebook page of some of the latest uh, <laughs> images released by NASA. Oh, that was funny. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> hey, um, just out of curiosity, you've, you've gone past the birthdays and straight to the shout-outs. No. I just talked about the shout-outs. Ah. Sorry, it's just it's hidden there in amongst other bits and pieces. My apologies. Oh, it's Bucky. so it's so small. It's lost in, in amongst some of the other clutter. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it's been it's so the NASA Insight probe landing on Mars. What an achievement, hey? Yep. So, what do you think, Professor? So we'll finally answer some few questions of whether there are there is there is life on Mars. No. No? That's too much of a god-awful small affair for this rover. It's not <laughs> even a rover. It doesn't even have wheels. It's how uh, to measure earthquakes. 
Well, Mars quakes. And haven't haven't they already established that there are signs of bacteria? Therefore, there is life on Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Although it turns out that uh, Curiosity's drill wasn't properly decontaminated. Ah, so the bacteria might have been from Earth. Yep. Hmm. Oh, Matt Damon has got to go up there. <laughs> He'll make something up. He'll make something. Ah, uh, so another um, shout-out. Uh, I didn't put this on the show notes, but um, this came in a couple of days ago, and that was the uh, creator of SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Stephen H- Hillenberg. He dies of Lou Gehrig's disease at the age of 57. Oh, he'll be sadly missed. Although, uh, um, I have to did, say there is actually a scary similarity between Patrick and SpongeBob SquarePants and the guy with the neck that's been in fate in all that's been going viral on social media lately. Oh, well, if you look at the shape of his neck and his head, it's going up into a point, so he looks like Patrick. With Patrick, wait, Patrick and SpongeBob, current heads walk among us. Yeah. <laughs> The starfish. Yeah, uh, I, I see that. Yeah, I'm seeing the picture um, of Patrick and SpongeBob, and I don't see the point going on one. Well, look at Patrick's head. Yeah, it's one arm of the. It's one one of the the five points on the starfish. Yeah. Now look at a picture of the next generation, and it's it, gen- it, and the guy that's been going viral because he's got such a massive neck, and he's actually been arrested twice within a oh, week. Oh, I know who you're talking about. That. Guy with the long neck. <laughs> no, no, no. The guy with the big neck. <laughs> big neck. That's all. Right. His neck is bigger than his head. Big neck meme. <laughs> oh. Seriously, I wonder. I, I wonder how you get out of bed sometimes. With a, with one heck of an alarm clock. Uh huh. But um, yeah. I need uh, one of them. <laughs> but uh, I feel interest- getting out of bed, but it's not because I'm dumb. <laughs> oh wow. What's the matter? What did you look at now? I've just. The images of Big Neck just loaded. <laughs> oh. Haven't you seen that before now? No, I haven't. My goodness. I, wish I, <laughs> I so wish I could have been that lucky. He's literally, he's been arrested twice in a really short period of time. <laughs> and he's, like, and there's all sorts of memes coming out, like Star Trek, the neck generation, and all sorts of stuff like that. Wow. Um, scroll down for some of the memes and I've got pictures of Benedict Cumberbatch on the end of someone's thumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you, just his head. Just post, post it up dude. Post it up. Oh, someone's even made a, a Loch Ness Monster picture using him. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many pictures and memes that have been going around. <laughs> oh my god. But an uh, interesting fact about the guy, uh, about the creator of SpongeBob, he's also a marine. Bi- he's a marine biologist by, uh, by day. So he and he has a and he loves both drawing and marine biology. He can Hillenberg convinced, wrote, produced, and directed the animated series that began in 1993. What's a legend, guys? Mm-hmm. I was busy looking at memes. <laughs> <laughs> Same here, sorry. So um, now we go down to birthdays. Okay, so 27th of November, 1940, Bruce Lee, also known as Lee Junfan, um, Chinese-American 
martial artist um, and actor famous in Enter the Dragon, was born in San Francisco, California. Uh, 27th of November, 1951, Catherine Bigelow, American director, producer, and writer, famous for works such as The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty, born in San San Carlos, um, California. 27th of November, 1953, Curtis Armstrong, uh, American actor, famous in works such as Moonlighting, Revenge of the Nerds, and Supernatural, born in Detroit, Michigan. 27th of November, 1955, Bill Nye, science communicator, television presenter, and mechanical engineer, famous for shows such as Bill Nye, the Science Guy, and Bill Nye Saves the World, was born in Washington, D.C. 27th of November, 1963, Fisher Stevens, American actor, director, and producer for movies such as Short Circuit, Hackers, and The Co., born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, 27th of November, 1983, Professor Green. Yes, he, that's actually Professor Green. Uh, British rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, tele- actor, television personality from London, and co-host of Lip Sync Battle UK, born in Hackney, London. Uh, 28th of November, 1757, William Blake, English poet and artist, for works, famous for works such as Songs of Innocence and Experience, born in London, England, 28th of November 1950, Ed Harris, American actor, famous for works such as, for acting in movies such as Right Stuff, Swing Shift, Walker, Coma, and The History of Violence, uh, born in Inglewood, New Jersey, uh, 28th of November 1987, Karen Gillian, uh, Scottish actress, director, screenwriter, and model. Famous for acting in such shows as Doctor Who and various Marvel movies as Nebula. And also in the recent Jumanji remake. Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Born in Inverness, Scotland. Ah, So now we head down to events of interest. Uh, 22nd of November 2013, Frozen the highest-grossing animated film of all time, starring Idina Menzel and Kirsten Bell, was released. Famous for that song, Let It Go, Let It Go. Let the KFC nugget go. (laughs) (laughs) Kick him out of the server. Hey, um, the Florida guy that we're calling about has been titled Big Neck. Yeah. Um, apparently there's talk about him getting a sponsorship deal from Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Although the, police, the police are concerned because while he's been, ar- been captured, he's sick, his neck is still at large. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude, you're going to come up with so many neck jokes after this episode, aren't you? Oh, mate, there's so many of them already out there. <laughs> You've got- like, seriously, there's like, it's just every time I've turned on the, my laptop and been checking Facebook or emails or stuff, people are, are sending stuff to me and it's just like, yeah, like there's the Star Trek, the next generation. Um, it's no longer Shrek, it's now Neck. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's, there's so many bits and pieces. Yeah, he's he's appearing in pictures in um, 
SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> they're replacing Patrick. Like there's um they've, they've got pictures of him on Easter Island replacing all the statues. <laughs> like it's just out of control. Oh my god, I think I've seen a couple of these pictures. Check this out, guys. <laughs> I think I've seen I think I had enough internet for one day. <laughs> Yeah. Uh so let's get to the events of interest. Um although I like the I like the um comment someone said where apparently he swallowed a whole bottle of Viagra and it got stuck in his neck. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Uh, anyways, um let's head down to the events of interest. <laughs> so so after so let's continue with the events of interest. Um so twenty seventh of November, eight um, November 8 BC, Roman Republican poet Odes dies at 56. Uh, 27th of November 1852, Ada Lovelace. Oh, Horace, right. My mistake. Yeah, it's Horace. Right. I should have written. I figured there was something wrong with the notes. Well, it even says it in the link that you got typed, yeah. pasted there next to it. Oh, it was Horace, the Roman Republican poet, died. Fa- so his fa- so he's famous with his works such as Odes. Yes. Okay. Twenty uh, seventh of November, eighteen fifty two. Ada Lovelace, English mathematician, considered the first computer programmer, dies of uterine cancer at thirty six. Twenty seventh of November, nineteen twenty. The Mask of Zorro, directed by Fred Niblo, and starring Douglas Fairbanks, is shown in New York. It's dubbed the first American superhero film. Uh, 27th of November, 1924, in New York City, the first Macy's Thanksgiving parade is held. Oh, I wonder how, I wonder, did they, I wonder how many floats were at that Thanksgiving parade. You're the one who, um, suggested this one, so you should have checked it out. Oh, I, I suggested this one because of, um, something incredible happened at this year's Thanksgiving parade, and that was a float of Goku. Uh-huh. And that was, and the internet went wild with that one. Well, some of it did. Most of the internet I was connected to was making fun of a drug guy in Florida (laughs) (laughs) with neck, (laughs) with the neck. Although I gotta admit, this is the first time an anime character is is featured on a on a Thanksgiving parade. On the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Yeah. Yeah, there's been parades of it. anime characters in japan they have special they have special days where they have um pokemon characters taking over cities i was at one the other week where they had all the pikachus and so forth took over one of the cities in japan yeah the pikachu army well they had a great big um gathering and they had all these people dressed up in in, um, pikachu costumes and so forth and they had, had a big celebration so yeah, they had the um yeah they called it the Pikachu Army and it was basically to celebrate the Pokemon's twentieth anniversary. Oh, there you they, go. Yeah, they had the uh hang on a second. That that beats that beats the Macy's Day Thanksgiving Day parade, I'm sorry. But it's Dragon Ball Z, man, it's Dragon Ball Z. I wanna see more Pikachu armies. Who, who cares it like it's Dragon Ball Z is not you know, everyone is in love with it. Like seriously, if I wanna watch someone stand there for 20 minutes screaming and carrying on, I'll just get you and kick you in the, the nads. And you, you, you <laughs> like, seriously, 
I, I, when Dragon Ball Z started up, I used to enjoy watching it. But then it just got to the point where every episode was like half the episode was Goku or someone Some carrying up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but it's, it sounds almost like a porno. Like, the. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they cut back and forth. Like, I, I think it was, um, I stopped watching it after Goku and I think it was Vegeta. And they, they, they're coming back and forth between one and the other and they're both powering up. So they're, they're screaming. It sounded like a gay, it, it sounded like a homosexual pornographic movie. My brother came out to go to see what I was watching. <laughs> oh. uh, anyways, moving along. So, 27th of November 1967, the Beatles released their album Magical Mystery Tour. Awesome album. Mm-hmm. This is the one before they break up, or? Well, yeah. Oh, well, they had um, the White Album as well. Okay. Which came after this one, I think. Okay. Uh, 27th of November 1971, the Soviet space program Mars 2 Orbiter releases a descent module. It malfunctions and crashes, but it's the f- but it is the first man-made object to reach the surface of Mars. That they know of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 27th of November 1978, Harvey Milk, first openly gay person to be elected to public office, assassinated by Dan White at 48. There was a movie. There's a movie based on Harvey Milk's life, isn't there? There is. Good movie. Um, 27th of November, 2014. PD, or, um, which is full name Phyllis Dorothy James, uh, Baroness James of Holland Park, England English crime writer, famous for works such as Death in Holy Orders, dies at 94. 20, 27th of November, 2014. And 29th of November, 1972, Atari releases Pong, the first commercially successful video game. And it's still going strong today. Oh, yeah. You can actually play Pong. In, well, it's they, they play bricks at the Cube at QUT. Yeah. They've got, a, they've got a, a great big wall. You can actually play it as a team with, um, I think it's like four or five people. So, yeah. Hmm. So, um, anything else, fell? Uh, anything, anything else to add in, fellas? There was, but I've forgotten it. Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking it halfway through the show. I was like, I got to remember that. That's what <laughs> I did. You remember, but you can't remember what it was. Yep. <laughs> uh, how about you, Buck? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. So that's the end of the show for tonight. Um. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, our Facebook page, which is Nerds Amalgamated. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, which is at N Amalgamated. Uh, if you have any any comments or any feedback, uh, send us an e- email through nerds.amalgamated at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us. You can also find uh, um, us on our That's Not Canon Productions website, and you can buy merch. Merch, I tells you, really good merch. Oh, and you can also for follow those who want the whole word, it's merchandise. And I recommend the travel mugs; they're awesome. Oh yeah, and you can also follow um, other that's not canon production um, podcasts as well, such as um, Everybody Wants to Be a Cat and the Flu from Papa Show, Papa Podcast, and um, Murder in the Land of Oz. Those yeah, are actually. They they received a negative review. So whoever it was that gave them the negative review, 
That's not very nice. Uh, there was another one that another podcast I also got received negative review, and that was unfeatured articles. Yeah, but the girls on Murder in the Land of Oz are nice. Yeah, the, guy, the guys from unfeatured articles. I think I don't know. I reckon I reckon it was one of them who wrote it about themselves. <laughs> oh, oh, is this another conspiracy the theory? Sympathy. Fuck. Pardon? Oh, professor. They want the sympathy. Yeah. Uh-huh. They they just wanted the Me Too movement aspect. <laughs> so a buck is dying a conspiracy theory again. <laughs> when did I start a conspiracy theory? The penguins. What was that? <laughs> that's not a conspiracy. That's reality. I've just acknowledged it and spoken it aloud. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, for, anyway, so from uh, us. See you guys. See you next week. Hey, Ro. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.